0: I'm here talking with you know Grammy-nominated composer Ryan Shore, who was nominated this year for The Shrine, an independent horror thriller. Uh, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to chat, Ryan. Thank you. Um, so how did you get your start in music, and what made you want to become a film composer? Well, I started when I was
1: about 11, and I took up the saxophone, Very probably for reasons why an eleven-year-old would be interested in music, you know. <laughs> I um, uh, I, I like the the saxophonist in the Muppets. Um, I, um, I thought it looked cool. Um, my I I was sort of aware of of music through my uncle uh, Howard Shore, who was a and still is a huge influence. Of course, on my yes. career. Yeah. Um, he played the saxophone, and and uh, you know because of his involvement with Saturday Night Live, I was aware of the Blues Brothers, and I liked Lou Marini, you know this Blue Lou, the saxophonist in the in the Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, so all that stuff, just I thought it was cool, and and so I took up the saxophone, and then uh, I shortly thereafter started taking up other instruments like clarinet and flute and piano. Um, I really started getting into it much more when I was in high school, playing in like all the bands that I could Mm -hmm. get into, jazz band, concert band, marching band, you know, all that stuff. And, uh, and then when I, um, was graduating from high school, I wasn't even sure if I wanted to do music full time. Um, I had never dedicated all of my time to it. Like I was really into academics as well. Mm -hmm. And, um... And during my summers in high school, I, I did a lot of summer music programs, like Eastman School of Music and Interlochen and and Berkeley College of Music for their summer program. And Berkeley gave me a scholarship um, to come back to the college and study full time. And that sort of made my decision much easier. And um, they were incredible. They gave me a full scholarship for four years. Wow. Um, and then I and I started really studying it and. Really, really getting into it at that point.
0: And uh, were you? I mean, were you watching films as a kid? Were you? Were you surrounded by you know TV and media Did that always have an appeal to you, or were you always more into kind of the performance aspects? I was always way more into the performance aspect. You know,
1: I I think that for the first ten years from starting music, so like age eleven through the end of college, mm-hmm. it was like nonstop playing you know just playing the instruments um I did very minimal writing, even though I, I majored in film composing. I think most of my friends who knew me back at Berkeley knew me as as a uh, an instrumentalist
0: mm-hmm. um
1: and I, and to be honest, I wasn't really that into movies when I was growing up um you know like i I tended to to rent the same movies over and over again <laughs> <laughs> You know, movies like Airplane and Trading Places, and yeah, I don't know, just like, I found it very comforting, <laughs> just, <laughs> you know. But I, I started getting into it more when I was in college and studying it, and, and and I really sort of like got into movies sort of through the eyes of film composing. Yeah. You know, being introduced to great scores, great composers, that that tuned me, or turned me on to like watching, you know, classic movies.
0: hmm And, um... And I guess, like moving guys to your to your work right now um, about the Shrine, I'm so glad that uh, a score like that got nominated. So congratulations on your on your Grammy nomination. Thank uh, you. Um, you know, it speaks volumes to what you're able to accomplish. I think many horror scores these days follow a very, at least to me, boring formulaic arcs that are very predictable. But with what you did with the Shrine, you had some very intricate textures and atmospheres that kind of really slowly work their way under my skin. Um, what, what is the goal of music in a horror film uh, specifically your music? Uh, great question.
1: You know, I think that the, my goal of music, regardless of, of the genre is always just to support the film to help tell the story. Um, you know, underscore the arc of the film and, um, you know, it's, that's always my goal. Like what, whatever kind of movie it is, mm-hmm. and and whenever it comes to a specific genre, um, to be honest, I, I, I mean, I'm I'm certainly aware of the genres, of course, you know, as we all are. But, right. but I I tend not to think about it so much. Like I tend like like I tend not to think about well what's been done in this genre before or what's a cliched way of doing or not cliche you know or even not cliched way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And I tend not not to to think so much about that and i tend to just think about whatever this story is and just try and get into that and and find a way to help tell that story with with what i you know do which is music
0: so is it so for like the shrine are you are those your reactions to are you to the to the story to the characters are you trying to kind of go into it and kind of build layers underneath it to try to push stuff up forward or, I mean, what, what, are you, what are you trying to do with the music in terms of a thriller? You know, you're trying to do something, get the audience to react, so what, what are you trying to do with the music there?
1: Well, specifically, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get the audience to feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, with a, with a movie like The Shrine, you know, it's a very serious thriller, you know, drama, it, it's dark. It has you know cult like solemn undercurrents in it and and the film is really plays as like a slow burn, you know like as you mentioned you know that sort of gets underneath you in in a subconscious way right and um I was very aware of that you know while I was scoring it that you know that musical ideas you know i could I could take my time in developing them um you know very very much like. You know it mirrors the way the characters are are you know um slowly deepening and intertwining themselves irreversibly into the small town that they're exploring mm-hmm. so musically like i'm 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 always trying at least in this movie i'm never trying to like be too heavy handed you know I, I want it to feel organic um i don't i don't want it to f- i didn't want it to feel manipulative in any yeah, way right yeah
0: and uh, you, you, were explaining, you were explaining what music should do in a film. What do you think a score, whether it be a horror score or not, should not be doing?
1: Well, um, I think it shouldn't take you out of the movie. Mm-hmm. I think that if, if, a, if a score becomes too manipulative, um, either consciously or subconsciously, I, I think the audience can start to feel that it just feels a little disingenuous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and maybe an audience member wouldn't be able to put it in words or to say like, well, that was the score because they were just doing that guitar thing that I've heard 12,000 times. They wouldn't be able to say that, but I, I think that they, it would probably ap- appear, you know, in their comments in ways like, well, that felt cheesy or I wasn't scared
0: or, you know, stuff like, like that of how they would sort of react to it as a human. mm mm-hmm. And, um... Movies like The Shrine and, you know, independent f- features and, and independent horror films, a lot, they're coming out a lot these days. Um, there are many composers out there probably working under a, a strict budget, working, you know, under constraints. And uh, and I, I can't imagine Shrine's budget was, you know, enormous. But, however, you managed to create a soundscape that was so rich and full. Uh, what are the tips, what are tips to working around uh, budget constraints? Well, you're right. Um,
1: the budget on this one was not very large, and honestly, that was one of the things that I was so pleasantly, you know, um, surprised, you know, and, mm-hmm. and obviously honored, you know, about with with the Grammy nomination. Is because, you know, I've I've had the opportunity to record scores with full orchestras, and I love that. I mean, I, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm proud of that work, and on on. On this movie, they just didn't have the budget for that. So, um, on on this film, you know, I I composed every note, I orchestrated it all, I performed all of it. Wow! And I even mixed it. I mean, like literally nobody touched the score. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like not even my assistant. Like to do bounce downs. Like I I did everything myself on this one, and and it was just because that's what the budget dictated
0: wow that's so how long how long did it take you to do the score
1: as much time as they'll give me (laughs) (laughs) with
0: every movie it's
1: always the same well how
0: how much do you spend how much do you take for the shrine i don't know i think on this one it may have been about five weeks you know something like that that's pretty good i mean usually i hear some nightmare stories where composers have you know two weeks to do something so at least you had time i know
1: i've done those too and (laughs) They're total stream of conscious. Yeah, but,
0: it's just pouring out. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: just you don't second guess anything. You just do
0: it. Um, if you had a bigger budget or an unlimited budget, would you have scored the shrine differently? You know, I always try
1: to find an approach for each project that, you know, regardless of the budget, that you you'd you'd find this way of doing it that even if you could go back and somebody wanted to put... Five million dollars into the recording of the music that you still would have done it the same way mm-hmm. um, you know I, 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 I take that as a great challenge every time, because um, I never want the music to sound like it's coming up short. you know I, 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 do, I don't want it to sound like, well, we tried, but it's obvious we didn't have the resources. like I hate that, yeah, so you know, I wouldn't have changed very much. the only compositionally, I wouldn't have changed anything. Um, and the instruments that I wrote for I wouldn't have changed any of that I think that what I would have done is just the instruments that are acoustic in nature mm-hmm. I would have recorded those live um, and that that that's about it you know I would have recorded the orchestra live I would have recorded the, the choir live um, and I and I would have hired my engineer to mix it
0: <laughs> <laughs> give you a little break from <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I also want to touch on a little bit, uh, a little bit older film he did, uh, Stan Helsing, because <laughs> as as dumb as spoofs can be, I find them hilarious, and I grew up on Hot Shots and Airplane, and The Naked Gun. So if done right, they have me rolling on the ground, uh, laughing. Um, and do you th- do you find c- uh, comedy scoring, especially in that, that kind of uh, genre, is that extremely difficult?
1: You know. Uh, first of all, I grew up on those movies too, uh, you know, and and you know, like to have scored a movie that had Leslie Nielsen in it was,
0: uh, yeah, yeah,
1: you know, just a thrill for me, you know. It's like I, I grew up watching him. Mm-hmm. And I also had a chance to meet him, um, you know, with, through the press stuff that we did, and um, so that was a real thrill. Um, you know, I've I've listened to a lot of other, and I've talked to a lot of other composers. I've listened to a lot of other composers' interviews, and and I know that everybody says. That comedy is the hardest thing to score
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and I'm not going to disagree you know it's I find it as challenging as any other you know to to get it right or to hopefully get it right um and i and i know I know where the challenges are in in comedy i mean it it all has to do with timing and tone right. you know um but then again other other genres have those same challenges too, so I don't know. I mean, you know, when I think back on on writing the score for that movie, which was a blast to do, um, I'm not sure if I found it any more challenging than any other genre, just because it was comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you what I loved about it. You know, was that for anyone who hasn't seen the movie, um, it's 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 you know, it's one of the spoofs, and and uh, you know, all the all these. Uh, classic characters from uh, you know these uh, iconic horror movies are in there, mm-hmm. um, and I got a chance to sort of tip my hat to those scores when those characters would come up, um, and so I that's just fun to do that.
0: Yeah, because I mean a lot of those scores they always, they always yeah they always play kind of play on more iconic scores. So you, did you have to do a lot of fun research? I guess listening to all those scores again. Totally <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, you go back and check out those scores and you you know you try and distill as best you can what 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 it is about that score that might be its signature or standout um you know I one of my favorite composers um, uh, among so so many you know, but um, is Alf Clausen who scores The Simpsons
0: of course yeah
1: and uh, you know I'm sure we've all you know listened to his interviews and Um, And he talks about that so much, you know, where where they they do all of those homages to different things and you try and distill something from it. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, in a movie like Stan Helsing, you know, even though it's a feature length film and, you know, these characters are in it the whole way through, when it really comes down to it, you don't have that much time to, to comment musically on the, you know, it's like a character comes up, maybe you've got two or three cues, maybe each cue is a couple of minutes long. So even though it's a feature, you still only have like three minutes to say something about that homage. You know, it's not like you've got forever. Right. So it's fun.
0: <laughs> so going back to your um, uh, Grammy nomination, I want you to take me through the moment from when you heard the news and what was your reaction and your feeling? Because it's 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 got to be pretty freaking awesome from what I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, you hear
1: about these, like, these uh, stories where – Oh, I was sunning myself in, in the uh, Caribbean when you know my agent called and woke me up at five in the morning. You know, it was nothing like that. Um, I I I knew when the nominations were coming out. I, I had a, a few submissions in contention this year. I was curious, you know, um, it, when the nominations came out to check it out. And and I went on the Grammy website myself and and read it. Um, and, uh, and then I reread it (laughs) (laughs) and, and then I searched the page with my name to make sure that that would actually come up as the, the right match again, you know, like (laughs) double checking it, you know, through the, through computers. Um, yeah, it was a total thrill. I mean, I, I was sort of in shock and, um, and honestly, I mean, like it, it just, it just looked to me like I photoshopped that myself. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's well deserved, and you know, it's uh, rooting for you. So. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks so much. And um, like it's to wrap things up, I always like to ask composers, uh, if you had the chance to score any film ever made, with no disrespect to the original composer, uh, what film would you choose? Well, that's hard. <laughs> Because um, so many
1: of the the films that would come to mind were ones where they were scored so unbelievably well. Um,
0: what playground would you like to play in to just take a crack at?
1: Oh. Hmm. You know, I, like oh, I just don't know if I would do a better job. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's it's like you listen to some of these classic scores, and it's just so incredible. Like, I, you know. So with with no disrespect and, and certainly no illusion to being able to, to better it in any way at all, but just strictly from from an inspiring type of movie that I love, and, and again, partly because I love it, is because the score is so brilliant. So, But just for the fun of being a part of something like that, one of my favorite movies of all time is Back to the Future.
0: Oh, wow, that's a good choice.
1: So, you know, I... I you know, Alan Silvestri is brilliant and wrote such a brilliant score. So, and it's and it's pitch perfect, no pun intended. Um, but wow, you know what? What an inspiring movie! You know, to be a part of that just works on every level. He's yeah, he's
0: great. He also makes really good wine. If you've tried his wine, it's quite fantastic too. I have a
1: bottle in my collection.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Ryan, I'm out of questions for you, but thank you so much for taking the time. It's a, a real pleasure, a real honor. Likewise. Thank you so much for asking me to do it.